Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You might find something different the next time you go to see your doctor. The doctor may want to talk to you about your alcohol consumption and ask you more questions than they've ever asked before. And what you thought was okay in terms of how many drinks you were having may no longer be okay. And that is because as of yesterday, there are new guidelines that advocate for more routine discussions between healthcare professionals and patients regarding alcohol consumption. So how is this going to work? What are you going to be asked? And most importantly, why are they asking you these questions? Well, Dr. Jurgen Rem is with us, a senior scientist at Toronto's Centre for Addiction and mental health and co-chair of the guideline writing committee that worked on these new guidelines. Dr. Rem, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So how is this going to work? What might we be asked by our doctor? Well, the first question, uh, I mean, it will not be a lot of questions, by the way. Right now, no questions are asked, and we try to change that. And the first questions would be something like, would it be all right to talk about your relationship with alcohol? And if they agree, uh, there would be one question. In the past year, how often have you had more than four drinks if you're a female or if you're a male, five drinks on any one occasion. And if you uh, say, okay, X or Y, some number uh, more than uh, a positive number, not zero, then there would be two or three more questions. But anyway, overall, the doctor will just ask about alcohol and uh, start the conversation. That's the most important. Okay. Was it difficult coming up with these guidelines? Because I guess this can be a bit of a tricky, sensitive subject for people. It was difficult to come up with those guidelines because we screened the evidence from all over the world. It was a committee of 40 people, and we had about uh, two and a half years of working. We screened the literature, we looked into the evidence, And then we looked into the practice in Canada, and the practice in Canada proved to be in a way that, A, there was not sufficient advice for people in need of that advice, and B, sometimes uh, the wrong medication was given. So the guidelines also contain advice about what not to advise when you have problems with drinking alcohol. Right. So Dr. Rem, is the challenge here as well, getting this message out to doctors and encouraging them to do this with their patients? Yes. It's basically a wall of silence from both sides, or it has been. The doctors have not been routinely asking, well, my patients may feel a little bit uneasy about that. They may not like these questions. And the patients, even if they had problems with alcohol, didn't dare ask for help for any alcohol problems because they were uh, also having 
fears about being stigmatized. So the situation basically means that a lot of people who were in need of help didn't, for some reason, not end up getting this help. And that is from both sides. And that's what we are trying to change. Okay, so what is within the parameters of, of alcohol consumption that is okay for people? Uh, what is within the parameter of alcohol consumption that is okay depends on the goals which you have. Uh, basically, uh, our guidelines are clinical guidelines for alcohol use disorders. Uh, if you have al- uh, and there to avoid alcohol use disorders, to prevent alcohol use disorders. What is okay within those limits, which are way higher than the general guidance for alcohol drinking, is a different problem. Uh, let me give you one example. If you drink uh, one drink a day, for example, you are at an increased risk for breast cancer. But if you drink one class a day, you're not at an increased risk for alcohol use disorders. So it depends on what do you want to avoid? What overall risks would you like to take? So where did this come from then, Dr. Rem? Is there a growing awareness then that perhaps the healthcare system needs to talk more about alcohol consumption? Absolutely. That is clear. And unfortunately, most of the Canadians do not know the risks. What we want to have is an informed society. We want people who know the risks. And if they're willing to take those risks, that is their decision. But if you don't know the risk, it's a problem. So we have to talk more about risks to alcohol to allow the people to actually do their own choices. Is there frustration at all for doctors in this as well, in that, you know, perhaps patients are not always going to tell them the truth when it comes to their alcohol consumption, so it's hard to give them the right advice on this? That is uh, unfortunately true as well. A doctor is already a very difficult job, and we try to give sound advice how to ease into that, but by all means, we will not, with those guidelines, we hope to change behaviors. Behaviors on the side of patients, behaviors in the side of doctors. And we also hope to inform the population and the doctors about those risks. So in the future, we may be able to avoid some of that. But by no means, we will be able to change everything and to come up with a risk-free society because that doesn't exist. So what do we classify as an alcohol use disorder? An alcohol use disorder is basically classified by somebody who's losing control over their consumption. It is not classified by drinking X or Y or Z, any amount. The definition, the psychiatric definition of alcohol use disorders depends on a set of criteria which all have to do with control. And there are outer signs of that control. For example, when you need more and more drinks, meaning your tolerance for alcohol is uh, increasing. There are outer signs like people 
are showing symptoms if they don't have alcohol, if they're in a withdrawal state. There are other signs that people take alcohol more important than their roles. There are psychological signs. In total, there's, there, uh, there are 10 signs. And if you qualify for more than three of those signs, you would classify as a person with an alcohol use disorder. Okay, that's very important information. But I wonder, do people really want to know this? Or, or a lot of patients are in denial about this as well, aren't they? I, you're right, yes. So what do you do about that? How do doctors deal with that denial? I think doctors are in the best situation to deal with that denial because a lot of doctors have established a relationship of trust with their patients. So it it is easier to tell a doctor than it is to sometimes admit that, for example, to a family member. But family members, of course, have other signs to see. But overall, it is a very difficult uh, problem and situation. And doctors are trained and by their practice are in the best situation, in the best uh, situation to actually make a change. That doesn't mean that they can make a change with everybody. It doesn't mean that they can break through denial every time, but they are in the best uh, situation there. All right. Well, clearly we all have a lot of work to do on this topic. So Dr. Rem, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. That's Dr. Jürgen Rem, who's a senior scientist at Toronto's Centre for Addiction and Mental Health and was co-chair of the Guideline Writing Committee. These new guidelines are geared for healthcare professionals and how to have those sometimes difficult conversations with patients about alcohol consumption, about drinking. In fact, you might find that your doctor does ask about this now more often and you're wondering, where is this coming from? Well, it's because the healthcare system in general wants to talk more about alcohol use disorder. Therefore, they have to ask those questions and it is more important than ever to essentially be honest with your doctor about your alcohol consumption too. And you can see why that is.